0: what are we doing we're making a
1: podcast baby
0: (laughs) we are so making a podcast you gotta love it um okay so let's let's tell the people who we are (laughs) okay okay so and, and then we're gonna go into like um and then let's just definitely go into like how we met and all that sort of stuff but river why don't you
1: tell everybody where you're from so i live in rural oregon and a town, people probably have no idea where it is, but it's called the Grand and it's in rural Oregon. Um, I have lived here probably about 15 years. Yeah. That's not
0: actually a long time. I didn't think it was that long. Uh,
1: Well, it's been off and on over the years. So kind of like a few years here, a few years there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, So I live in Phoenix currently and I've been here for about two years and it's hotter than freaking Africa right now. I'm sorry for people who live in Africa, because it's hot <laughs> as hell here right now. How hot is it? It's so hot <laughs> that my shoes can melt when I walk outside. Bro. <laughs> no, it's so disgusting. Um, so, okay. So our this is our first episode. Yeah. This is our first episode. So we're super stoked. And we're so excited. Thank you for listening. And if you end up liking this podcast, please subscribe and share. Share with your yes. friends. Yes. Share with your friends. Sharing
1: um, so is caring.
0: <laughs> what, what do you want to say about like what the podcast is sort of about? Just so that, and then we'll go into our story mm. to get where how, how our friendship started.
1: Yeah, so I feel like this is just going to be a really amazing container for us to address so many different topics that are so relevant, um, and so relatable and it's going to very closely mimic the conversations that you and I have all the time, right?
0: Yeah. It's like, if you're, if you don't have girlfriends, if you don't have friends, like I'm so happy you're finding us because I always say how lucky I am to have our friends and, We're going to have some of our friends on as guests because they're amazing human beings in their own right and have things going on in their life that I'm excited to share with people.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The conversations are going to be juicy and I feel like y'all are going to get so much out of it.
0: (laughs) I agree. So, um, okay. So which part of the story should we start? I feel like it's like a sliding doors kind of moment where, well, all, I can describe what was happening for me in my life leading up to our hammock encounter.
1: Yeah, set the scene. Let's hear what was happening with Michelle before this happened. Okay, okay. <laughs> so
0: um, my mom during COVID uh, got a, a, kind of a wild hair up her butt and wanted to buy land in Utah. And it wasn't too far from now our our friend but my friend Shanti um Hodges who's freaking amazing Land Beyond Zion and we will put i think like anything that we talk about we'll put in the notes right we'll just put it yeah. in for people so this way Shanti'll get a little love and and Land Beyond Zion and and anything yeah. that if we if we if you don't see the notes of something that we say just just slide into our DMs just go just do it slide is- into the, into the Instagram page, whether it's the podcast page, um, or whether it's one of our personal pages and we'll totally answer you. So, um, yeah, so my mom bought this great little property, you know, close to Zion and Bryce. And I I was going back and forth, like a, for a couple of months there, just go driving up. And Shanti was like, it was just a perfect kind of Friday night. I was meeting my mom that next Saturday. So I was just enjoying my seven hour drive from Phoenix and listening to podcasts, of course, and, and music and talking to friends or what, whatnot. And, and then I just landed in, landed at land beyond Zion, you know, close to um, where is it? It's close to Zion. Obviously it's right outside of Zion, Utah and Bryce, and it's just such a cool property and I was meeting my friends Michelle, who's an amazing photographer, right? So we'll have to we'll have mm-hmm. on, we'll have Michelle on there, and we'll have Michelle on here. And uh, yeah, I just was excited to like hang out with a bunch of women in the de- in the middle of the Utah desert, basically. And so I'm having like scotch, hanging out with Michelle and one of her friends, and <laughs> I see I see over, you know, peripheral. I'm like, who? who is, who's that, who's Shanti talking to? And she's like, Oh, a gal from Oregon. I was like, really? Cause I, cause I lived in Oregon for 11 years. So there's like that fun little connection anyway. So I went over and as I do, and I introduced myself and we proceeded to talk for like two hours about all the things. Now, what people don't know, is going to be fascinating to hear a little bit of your background, but what got you sort of in the car that week and things leading up to it because it's pretty it's pretty cool.
1: Is that my opening right there? Yeah, absolutely. Take it away, River. <laughs> um, yes. So I was on a spiritual journey that week. Mm. I had spontaneously um, loaded up my car and embarked on a road trip through idaho through utah down to zion national park with this one goal of hiking the narrows in zion national park as like just this very um like fear challenging thing for myself like overcoming the fear of water and just traveling solo as a female which i love to do and i just really wanted to deep dive that Um, So when I was planning my trip, um, one of my friends, um, who at the time was the leader of our chapter of Hike It Baby, um, which some of you might be familiar with that organization, great organization, who our friend Shanti helped put together and facilitate, Um, my friend reached out to me and said, hey, there is this glamping camping site about 40 minutes outside of Zion National Park. The owner um, is the founder of Hike It Baby, and I feel like you two would really hit it off. You should go camp at her space. So I looked it up. Shanti had just launched her glamping site. It was fresh, um, and there was an empty space, so I snatched it up, and I found myself camping at Land Beyond Zion. And wow, let me tell you what an experience that was. <laughs>
0: What what other spots did you stop at on the way down, though? Like, what other cool little stops?
1: Um, I did Bryce Canyon. Um, I most, I stopped a few places in Idaho, um, but I mostly, it was mostly driving and just like short little hikes, short little, like, you know, spots to stop at. Um, The goal was like get to Zion, get camp set up so that the next day I could go hike the Narrows and experience being. In Zion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I got to the campsite, it was you know, you guys weren't there yet, and it was quiet. It was the night before you arrived. Um, I set up my campsite. Everyone who was there was so nice and sweet, and just like very calm, very chill. And I was like, this place is magical. This like little liberal oasis out in the desert. <laughs> well, I just oh, love totally, it is such a vibe. Such a vibe. Um, and. I I was having a great time. I went the next morning and I did my Zion hike and I was just feeling um I was feeling so empowered and I was also exhausted when I got back to
0: You had outside. your five month old puppy at the time there, Yeah,
1: you. I had my, my puppy with me and um, unfortunately she couldn't go into the narrows with me, right? Cause dogs aren't allowed in national parks. But um I was also this part of this journey was that I was going through a divorce process and this was part of my, Oh, I don't have my kids for this amount of time because of joint custody. And this is so new for me. And how do I use this time productively for myself? And so that was part of the journey.
0: Um, and, li- and little did you know, I was going through, I was just finishing my divorce, yeah. too, which is so nuts. I mean, we had a lot in common in those moments. I mean, we still do, but obviously it yeah. was, like- it was just that little divine meeting.
1: Yeah. Just that little thing there that connected everything. Yes. Um, and so after my hike in the, in the narrows, you know, I was hanging out in the hammock, drinking a beer, trying to read a book and Shanti came over and talked to me. And that was the first time I met her and it was so great to meet her. We sat and chatted for a while. And then I kind of just was like in this, um, hermit mode a little bit i get very i was getting very introspective and just i i'm not or at the time i wasn't like a um i'm not one of those people who just immediately socializes with everyone i'm, I'm not the life of the party i kind of tend to hang back until i feel it out and so i was literally hanging out in the hammock <laughs> it's true trying to read my book and be all like inconspicuous here comes michelle <laughs> <laughs> like oh hi person I'm uh, going to talk to you and tell you my life story and next thing you know it's two hours later and now we're best friends <laughs> exactly
0: I mean it we were so much many divine moments within those two hours where I I just felt so seen you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. so, it was such a cool and it's such a profound meeting that I mean we literally talk every day
1: like, yeah, since yeah, we but, do, yeah, but those
0: two hours were really cool. I mean, you know, you shared some personal stuff that we'll probably touch on in the podcast at some point, mm-hmm. and of course, our personal journeys of what we were going through, and um, and being open for love and divorce, mm-hmm. and what that means for our children, child for me, you have two, and um, mm-hmm. and just and also figuring out like who we are in this new phase of life like who each of us is right and mm-hmm. how we're... and and i think just that holding space i think what what shanti created that night was just such a a beautiful revelation of you know other women who were one was a guide and brought two friends i mean it just was like People kept arriving
1: and it was like, yeah, there were those, do you remember the couple of girls who just randomly booked a spot last minute and showed up in the dark and yeah. they just came in and were And then
0: that nice hilarious. couple, that nice husband and wife were there and they were really yeah. interesting too. And I just think it was just one of these really neat moments, but you know, our conversation just, it obviously stood out enough that we were like karmically connected for life, truly.
1: Yeah. Cause there was this moment too, like, like for me being more of an introvert, um, and very much like I read people's energy. And so feeling into the energy of that moment, it was just like, Oh, this person is like soul family. Like there's just that recognition, mm-hmm. um, soul to soul energy. It just, it flowed. It just felt like, Oh yeah, this is one of my people. This is one for of my sure. people.
0: For sure. And I love that you were going on. Um, you were just, you're already a year into like your spiritual journey. So it was really cool to have somebody in my life at that moment who could really sort of go, these are the things that I've been doing that really, you know, resonate in my journey. And I was like, gotcha. Okay. This is cool. And you introduced me to Angela,
1: yeah, (laughs) another
0: amazing human being that I can't, I know you and I both collectively cannot wait to like introduce her to the world, you know, in that sense. And, uh, and then I think I'm going to have to put a lot of our um, calls on future bookings because she's going to get too busy.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to call dibs now.
0: We're going to have to call total dibs. We need to
1: get our next year scheduled out. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) She better be listening and, uh, and, and, and ready for that. But yeah, I just think I, I, I collectively, not collectively, I don't know why I want to use that word so much, but I, I'm, I'm just amazed how many people don't have a close circle of friends. How many women, especially um, don't have a lot of friends in that space or to like really care and nurture. And I think platonic having platonic women friends, I mean, as a, as a lesbian, like having platonic mm-hmm. women friends is really important. And mm-hmm. it, I think it gets lost in translation sometimes with gay women, um, because, and I have amazing gay women friends too. You just have to be like emotionally mature enough to be like, this is like, lay out those expectations from mm-hmm. the- so that there isn't like any, it's not like, you know, oh, men and women can't be friends. Well, gay women and straight women, you know, it's kind of that same, almost totally. little, little dynamic there that you have to all of a sudden be like, is she hitting on me? Or are we just friends? Like you have, you have to make it really clear from the get-go. It's just sort of funny that way.
1: Yeah. That, no, that makes so much sense. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think that It's so interesting how, how socially we just, we really are networks, like our community. We just, it doesn't operate the same way Mm. that it used to, you know, we don't have these tight knit networks of women in our life. And if there's anything I've learned on my personal journey, it's that we need, we need that community. We need our soul people, you know, Mm -hmm. because we are not meant to do this alone. We're not meant to do this journey alone. We're not meant to parent alone. We're not meant to work alone. We're not meant to be isolated. Humans are a social entity. We, we need each other. (laughs) We do.
0: And I think, um, and it's really, really magical when you can go to that deeper level with Friends with girlfriends, you know, and have in yeah. intense, you know, sort of conversations, and have people to sort of unpack the bullshit, and 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 also be like a little bit of a, a thermometer for us, right? Like a little bit of a of a gauge of a, you know, hey, you know, being able to just bounce things off of like just basic stuff, like you and I talking about business the other day, and like mm-hmm. just not taking it personal and. And, you know, manifesting what we want out of life and none of it, like we joke a lot, but we also Mm -hmm. know when like, we need to hold space for that person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that takes a level of intentionality and a a level of self-awareness as a person as well, to be able to hold that space and meet in that space, because, you know, It can be hard to not take things personal sometimes, you know, and friendships have ebbs and flows as well. But like your soul people who get you, Mm -hmm. they're there for it. The hard moments, all of it, you know, and and when we work together to communicate in healthy ways, it just makes that bond even stronger, right?
0: It, It does. And you and and I think you're right. I think that isolation feeling out there and I think after COVID, I think a lot of people have like started to reach out. And um, Cooper's very much
1: I love it. I'm holding my cat on my lap and your dog is like peeking up over the couch. (laughs) He's
0: such a stalker usually. So he's like just walking around, like doesn't know what to do with himself right now. (laughs) But um, I love our animals. They're the sweetest. That's
1: of our podcast. (laughs) That's
0: of the podcast. Cooper, Lala.
1: Whiskers. (laughs)
0: Whiskers.
1: Oh my God. He's like, right here. and you call <laughs> my name.
0: Oh, he's like, Hey, um, if, if we have some new, if we have some folks, you know, listening and they're wanting to build adult friendships, cause I think that's all it's a, it is a level to it. I mean, it's unbelievable how, I mean, we can have childhood friends and they're sort of witnesses to that time in our life but uh-huh. actively and intentionally, like you said, creating uh-huh. bonds and friendships in our adult life is like a whole other level.
1: Okay, can we can we talk about this? I Like, this has been my experience as a mother. I'm curious yeah. if this has been your yeah, experience as a mother true. as well. It feels like when you become a mother, there is this expectation that as your children start forming friendships, mm-hmm. that you form friendships with, their friends parents Mm. like if your kids go to school together like you have to become friends with the other moms of the kids in the class Mm -hmm. because moms have to stick together right Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that's how you make your friends and I very much vividly remember becoming a parent people telling me this like oh your friends are going to be other moms like that your kids are going to bring into your life and I just remember thinking and I said out loud to my friend I was like I don't want to form a friendship just because someone's a mom like I'm not interested like just because they're a parent doesn't mean I have anything in common with them right down Um, and so for me like friendships have been very intentional of like I want a friendship that fills my soul Mm -hmm. not because it's another soccer mom sitting on the sideline who we had a conversation about snacks and now our kids are gonna have a play date so now we're bffs like that's not how, like, maybe for some people, that's how it happens. But right. for, for me, it's like, no, I want soul conversation. Mm-hmm. I want soul food of our connection. I want to know that this person is part of my people and I can come to them with my truest self and they're going to witness it and hold that space and have that container for it. And I'm going to provide that for them because that's a whole nother level of friendship Yeah, and I don't like surface level shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you don't. I mean, we we hardly are surfacey. I mean, it's like, I mean, we probably send more surface memes to each other than our actual conversations, right? Because we send, we literally can have conversations like over memes for like an hour in the morning. Like all we've done is send quotes and memes. Real
1: reels and quotes. (laughs)
0: I know, but I think it's interesting. You're right, because I remember my stepmom telling me, Oh, when you wait till Caden is in elementary school, you're going to meet so many nice moms. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, like mom friends and stuff. And yeah. um, I was like, Oh, okay. And I mean, I was lucky. I felt lucky, like in my neighborhood, that I actually did like some of the moms and yeah, they're pretty yeah. awesome. And, but you're right. I mean, for me. And, it's- and
1: I'm not bagging on, like, having those kinds of friends. Because, like, you need to know, like, the parents in your kid's class. Because if you forget the snacks for the soccer game, you got to text somebody, right? But it's not
0: guaranteeing a connection is what you're saying. It's like, it's find a connection. Like, if your kids like each other and you as moms are like, oh, we vibe. This is cool. Like, that's bonus. That's like, you know, icing on the cake. Yeah, and
1: then it becomes our kids are hanging out because we want to have two hours of soul conversation while our kids are playing right not just right. hey I'm dropping my kid off at your house because they're friends right you like hey, is also valid some situations but who's
0: pouring the wine and I'll be over with the kids I've got the charcuterie board let's do this totally totally <laughs> I know it's it is pretty fascinating and it's pretty amazing how like the friend our friend all of our you know friendships have developed and so many like we have only been, and I think people are going to be really surprised by this, but we have only been in person for that, for that 24 hours that we were in Utah together. The rest of it's been FaceTime, memes, Mm -hmm. chatting Mm -hmm. on the phone, of course, for hours, whatever, when one of us is driving somewhere or on a trip.
1: Literally this last week, right? We were on the phone for two hours while you were driving and I was driving. That's right. Like, this is what we do. (laughs) It is.
0: It's just who we are. or, Or like, you know, so... It's just, it's just all fascinating. I am just so grateful for you.
1: Likewise, friends. I mean, like,
0: it's just so freaking cool. And now I love that, you know, we get to do this and, you know, and just have, have fun doing and sharing and going deeper with some things and, um, and then introducing really amazing people who are therapists, who are spiritual guides who mm-hmm. are leaders in their community. Um we're going to talk about LGBTQ um you know advocates, advocates, um wellness, mm-hmm. talk about therapy, of course divorce. We're going to deep dive some of that stuff. And the D word. <laughs> the D word and I don't and I, that's the only D word I talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, some of you, some of your other friends and you might talk about it. Do you to talk about this? And this um, context,
1: it's divorce.
0: <laughs> I think we're also going to talk about soulmates and uh-huh. where social media and spirituality meet and what some of those red flags can be. Uh, uh-huh. I think a lot of people get sucked into the wrong people. And I want to make sure that we're like dissecting yeah. some of that. What What are some other topics that you're excited to talk about?
1: Oh, man. Manifesting, yes.
0: you know, I, I was just thinking that word when you said it.
1: That's because we're cool friends. You know, <laughs> we're gonna have um, an amazing friend of mine who is a human design coach come on and talk about parenting in terms of um, working with your kids with like, human design, parenting. That, that I'm really excited about. It's gonna be amazing. That's Wait, what are great.
0: you in human design? What are you?
1: I am a man I know, but I
0: want you to tell people. I
1: know, you know. I'm a manifester. And for those of you who are listening who don't know what human design is, it's another form of, a, of like a scientific chart that just kind of talks about your personality. And then there's some major um, different personality types. There is manifester, generator, reflector, projector, and manifesting generator. And we'll put a link in the show notes of where you can learn about that because for me, it's been an extremely helpful thing. It's definitely more of like a science-based perspective, um, and it just goes in a deeper way that astrology for me just never quite hit the spot. I love astrology too. I'm sure we're gonna talk about that at some point in time too. But we're definitely. I'm a master, oh, okay. and you are a generator. Yeah. So I'm the one who's like. Big ideas, inspiration, creativity, all the things. And you're like, let's get this shit done.
0: <laughs> this is how we're going to do it. And we are just going to do it.
1: Yes. You are the action. <laughs> I
0: am. I am the action. I will say that. And it's funny how I start to learn more about it, that it it really does resonate like through my mm-hmm. whole life. I've been generating forever and I, I can't wait to, uh, I need to do it for, you know, Kate and my daughter and, and see, uh. I'm so, I cannot wait to deep dive with her on the kids part. Yeah, that's, that's going to really be so fascinating. good. Like just understanding them from that perspective and knowing like, oh, that's why she's bored when we do this. And like coming yeah. up with way cooler activities that really can drive her. And also, God, just support her in her gifts. And I saw
1: The coolest thing on Instagram last night about this, two parents shared about their child, how they were on vacation. And they have a child who is one specific type and the chart goes over all kinds of things, including like eating habits for your type and all of that, which I don't know if you've deep dived that yet, but their kid, their kid needed to do indirect light. Like his digestion works best in indirect light. So he needs Quiet shaded places to eat, like early in the morning, late at night, noon. And he started getting overstimulated and overwhelmed. And so his mom took him to a quiet space in a corner of the place they were at and fed him his snacks. And he was totally happy and fine. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's cool, man. I love
0: that. I'm probably going to go down a rabbit hole tonight. I so feel that. (laughs) <laughs> i know i'm just excited well i'm i'm loving this is number one of yes. many more and i'm really excited to talk more about um you know all of these topics and deep dive stuff with you and you know it's just going to be really exciting and i i'm really excited for the people i'm super excited for that
1: I am very excited about just having these conversations and sharing it with people. And for anyone who's listening, you know, we'd love to hear what you would love to hear about too. So don't ever hesitate to like send us a DM and be like, Ooh, this one thing you mentioned, can you talk more about that? Like let's hear more about that. You know, Yeah, help help you.
0: I know exactly. Well, help us help you. And if if we don't know enough about a topic where we don't feel comfortable with it, Trust me, we're going to bring somebody on who does because yeah. that's what I do. <laughs> yes.
1: We I know have, the people.
0: <laughs> we will, yeah, we will all do that. So I'm super excited. But okay, River, love you. Love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.